there, Stacey Maynard here. Don't just link for the sake of linking, link for success. Welcome to another episode of Link for Success. Today, I have the fabulous Julie Cole on the line, and we're just going to have a great conversation. We actually were chatting before I pressed record, and we're like, we don't know where the conversation is going to go. Let's find out where the conversation is going to go. I love that. Okay, Julie, for all the people who do not know who you are, you're a five million things, but can you summarize it in less than 5,000 words? Sure, I can do my best. Anyway, thanks for having me, Stacey. So nice to be here. I think about all the ways that we have been connected over the years, kids, through business, through networking, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so yeah, my name is Julie Cole. I'm the co-founder of a company called Mabel's Labels. And we started 17 years ago making durable labels for all the stuff kids lose. We've had a lot of success and growth um, with the company. And I also am a mother of uh, six kids. So this whole, uh, you know, living in COVID times and juggling the work, the business babies and blogging, as I say, uh, has been has been a joy, just a joy. <laughs> you can't see my face, but when she says she has six kids, I go into some sort of panic mode. I feel I have two and I'm thinking I might lose one. Yeah. You know what, though? I, I got to tell you, uh, well, yeah, I labeled their foreheads, actually. <laughs> So, but it's funny, parents of two always say this to me and they're like, oh, um, you know, I don't know how you manage six. I can barely manage my two. And I always remind them, if you've got two, you've done the hard part. Like going from one to two is the trickiest business. Yes. After that, like, you know, it's, you just add another onto the pile. I mean, obviously it's, you know, more time of not sleeping and more babies and all that. But really, I mean, two's a handful too, you know, just don't <laughs> True. count that. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So you're also your blogger, your right. interviewer, you talk about parenting, you're yeah, on TV well, shows and news and for sure. Television. Yeah, lots going on. Lots going on. Yeah, I'm pretty easy to find. I do a lot of I am a regular TV contributor speaking about parenting issues. I am a parenting blogger. I do a lot of interviews, a lot of speaking engagements actually. Um, which has been super weird now with this because I mean, all of my, I'm, I think I'm supposed to be in LA right now. And of course I'm sitting in the Mavis Labels office. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really slowed down uh, my travel for sure. But yeah, I do a lot of speaking um, often at like women's conferences, business conferences, parenting conferences, influencers conferences, anyways, all that. And jazz. that's the like, difference. Being a mom of six, you have more parenting experience than a mom sure of two. Do. <laughs> And you know more how to keep track of your children. (laughs) (laughs) My head count's still good. (laughs) Exactly. Kept track of them all. But one question that I was thinking of earlier is you were one of the early adopters of social media. Right. Very early adopters. I mean, I think even through Twitter, I remember following you, you know, when social media first became a thing and, and you were big on that. So it's interesting in the times that we're on, I find a lot more people are now on social media. A lot more people are embracing this whole social media thing and some are doing it well and some are not (laughs) doing it well. What have you seen that has changed literally since the beginning to especially the times where now sort of everybody's on it so much? Have you seen a difference? Yeah, it's been changing. um, I mean, since day one, right? Like, just even the platforms, like we started 17 years ago and there was, there was no social media. There was absolutely no. And this is why we were such early adopters is because we know our market, our market's moms and moms, moms 
love businesses and brands that they feel connected to. And social media allowed us to make personal connections with our customers. And like, let's face it, where are the moms? Like the moms own Facebook, the moms own Insta. Like we own all of the interwebs, like the blogging, all of that, like that's us, the moms. And so that for us was a great way to connect and, and create community. And it was always also affordable for us. Cause you know, back in the day, you know, we're a new business. We can't take out ads in today's parent and spend dollars. We didn't have the do re mi for that sort of thing. So I felt like social media really leveled the playing field for businesses. It gave us little guys a shot at, at getting to our customers. And also it was a lot of fun. The other thing about mothers and how you need to kind of market to moms is that they don't really trust uh, traditional advertising anymore. It's that whole word of mouth, word of mom thing. She told two friends and she told two friends. So what social media did for us was it brought word of mouth, a whole new platform, a whole new vehicle. So now people could talk about Mamus Labels on their blogs. They could do giveaways and collaborate with us. They could talk about us on their Facebook. So it wasn't just moms talking about us at the school drop-off or at the side of the soccer field. They could bring it to these online platforms. And we knew that that was going to be magical for us. And it was. So how did you know that? Because we are that, like, I think, feel like, you know, we were those moms, we were in that space, we all had kids, we were all, um, we just got it because we were our core customer. And it allowed us to kind of understand, um, we knew our buying patterns, we knew we wanted to feel connected to the brands that we bought from, we knew that we wanted to support businesses that were run by people who were just like us. And this allowed people to have a peek at the the face behind the brand. So you know what, moms were like, you know what, I, 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 when I read Julie Cole's blog, I feel like she gets me. I feel like I'm sitting around the kitchen table having a cup of tea with her. Do I want to buy from some nameless, faceless company? Or do I want to support a mom just like me who's trying to get through the day without smelling like baby vomit? That's who they want to support. So, um, you know, and that's, and women are fiercely loyal. And we talk about brands we love and we hate, like it's our full-time job. So yes, we were very early adopters. Uh, it allowed us to bring a real voice to our brand. It allowed us to create an incredible online community. And now we have over 200,000 Facebook. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's true because I know like the first thing that I did uh, when my kids were young, um, it was sort of right in the beginning. I feel like I had kids just before, you know, the whole Facebook increase of craziness. Right. Um, but you would, I mean, I was dropping my kids off. I was going to daycare. Like, what do you think about this brand? What do you think about that? Have you ever used this? Have you ever used that? But your circle of opportunity to ask those questions were very limited. Whereas as soon as social media and you adopted <clears throat> physically limited, but then you go to Facebook and you go to Facebook groups and you ask a question and so many helpful women are there, you know, eager. Um, you don't see my fingers moving <laughs> eager yeah, to, eager you know, right. answer to, to say, you know, this is this fantastic product and stuff like that. So I can't, that obviously would be an incredible opportunity and you're right. So inexpensive. Right. And I mean, the, the, I mean, the thing is it's, it's not inexpensive in that it's, it's time. Um, but you know what, in those early days we, we could find the time. We just didn't have the money to pay for advertising. And honestly, like I said, our customers and respond to paid advertising the way they do to feeling that human connection. So it was, like I said, it, it really leveled the playing field and allowed us to make real, um, you know, real contacts. And, and, and to your point about how things have changed. So 
in the early days, you know, there was Facebook and that seemed to be, and we were on Twitter a lot too. Now, of course, uh, we've got Instagram and we've got, we have Pinterest. We've, so as new platforms um, turn up, we also have to respond. Like I always say with customers, go where your customers are. Yeah. So it's interesting because the customers who are like us, Stacey, who have like teenager kids and maybe were the original, like the OG Mabel Mamas who were like buying our labels back when we first launched, they, like we're still on the Facebook. But the millennial moms are now wanting beautiful imagery on Instagram. Yeah. So we have to, our audience is a little bit different on Instagram to it is on, on Facebook to it is on Twitter. So we have to, we have to change our message and give them the content that they desire on the different platforms. You know, like I said, go where, go where they are and give them what they want. Yeah, you know what? That's that's the part that you guys got, and I find that's the part that I find that people are missing right now is give them what they want on the platform that they're on, because so many people provide, you know, they'll do this piece of content and they'll put it to Facebook, they'll put it to Instagram, they'll put it to Twitter, and all that kind of stuff. And understand those platforms are different. People, absolutely, and I think it's interesting when people just have that thing automatically set to, you know, um, when they post a story on Facebook or on Twitter, it's going to, or on uh, Insta, it's going to go to all their different platforms. I'm like, uh, it is a rare time. There's the odd occasion. I will have the same thing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I could count on one hand. Usually it's like maybe some exciting news or I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> generally, but generally speaking, they're a completely different audience on each platform. And I know that they want different things. So I think you make a good point. And if to advise anyone, don't automatically post the same stuff on all your platforms. Big no. Yeah, exactly. Not only do they want to see things, they want to see it in a different way. Because mm-hmm. the people who are on Twitter, they need it in short little snippets. And it's more conversational, you know, Instagram, fully visual, Facebook, like it just, you got it. So interesting. It really is. Yeah. So how would you guys do things different today in this world? I mean, you guys are a physical product. Right. You know, how would you guys pivot your business if you were new in today's world or have you had to pivot your business? Well, we sure have had to pivot our business and I'm quite proud of what we've done. I feel like the team at Mabel's has has remained very innovative. Um, And I think this is the thing about entrepreneurs, right? Like entrepreneurs, this is kind of in our wheelhouse to have to deal with change and have to be kind of scrappy and resilient and used to not used to financial instability, and knowing feast and famine. So you know what, this COVID thing, we're just, it's our time to shine. <laughs> we're so prepared for this. We're resourceful. Um, but I will say, you know, obviously like every business, we're feeling it. We're feeling mm-hmm. the, the impact of this. Our label sales were down, of course, because guess what? There doesn't look to be a camp season right now. We'd be making labels for all the kiddos going to camp. Right. Right. Um, like, so there's been, and also parents have been laid off. So do you think they're like, okay, I've got spare money to spend on labels when my kids aren't even in school or daycare. Well, they're not going anywhere. So they're not hopefully not going to lose anything. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) Which is not good good for my bottom line. So what we've done, we've done a few things. I think we've done four things that have been exceptional. One is that as soon as the emergency daycare centers open, we gifted uh, um, the st- the kids going to that daycare because these are the children frontline workers. Mm-hmm. So that, you know what, just a thank you to the frontline workers. They're going out there, putting themselves at risk. They're putting their kids in daycare. Well, at least we can do is try and avoid germy mix-ups while they're at daycare. So all the kids' stuff is personalized 
and it's not little Johnny drinking out of little Janie sippy cup because it's got Johnny's name on it, that sort of thing. So we did that and that just felt good. Um, the other thing that we can do and are doing is social distancing stickers. So because we're in the label game, we can make those round circles with arrows. We can make the circles saying stay six feet apart. We can make the wash our hands stickers and to go on all the mirrors. So we're doing that. A lot of businesses are loving those. Um, oh, I didn't even think about those from a, yeah. from a physical, yeah, that the, yeah. the labels you could make that are not necessarily personalized for your kids. Exactly. Exactly. We can make anything. I mean, we mm -hmm. really can. So again, it's about thinking, okay, what are, what are, what are our capabilities? And I think that's something entrepreneurs need to think about, or what are, what kind of capacity do we have? What are our capabilities right now? Um, so we have the tech to be able to do that. We also have the tech that can do some very interesting things. We're actually making face shields, plastic face shields. And we're say we're um I know you're 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 this it's a podcast, so people can't see it, but I'm actually holding one up just so Stacy can see it. It's those full plastic shields that go over people's faces. So when they're working, say in a restaurant or in a dentist's office or in um like just trying to provide that PPE, right? So um we are selling a lot of those to businesses. And we're able to make those with our technology. So that's amazing. I didn't even think about that either. I and know. I love about what you can do and you don't know, right? Like you gotta, <laughs> we got to figure these things out. Well, and I love seeing companies that make one thing. They have the equipment to make, for example, the face shields, and they're right. doing that. Yeah. Like that's the really cool thing that's coming out of this is the creativity and the inventiveness. 100%. Love it. Yep. I agree. I love it too. And the fourth thing we're doing is we've um, collaborated with a local um, clothing manufacturer and they're making us face masks that we're selling, fabric face masks that we're selling on our Mabel's Labels website because we had a lot of requests from parents and we do it with our Mabel's Labels designs. So they're super cute. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. And here's the other thing, to your point, like I, I just think one of the other beautiful things that's coming out of this is collaboration. You know, like here I'm working with a company that I don't know that I would have had anything to do with before. And I think, I, you know, along with that thinking outside the box and using equipment to make things that you don't traditionally make with it, we're also partnering with people that we wouldn't necessarily do outside of this. And I think a lot of companies are having that first experience with collaboration. And when they come out of this, they're going to be like, that was really awesome. And, how we, and exactly. And how can yeah. we do more of that? Exactly. I think that's the piece that's going to be really cool is the pivot. I mean, the word pivot, unfortunately, has been overused totally. um, throughout this, yeah. for lack of a better word. But yeah, seeing how people are collaborating, seeing how creative that people can get. And I guess the exciting thing is when we do open up a little bit more of our world and the economy starts to open up a little bit more, what's that going to look like on the other end? So again, the you know that sense of community and the collaboration, what's that going to look like later? Yeah, absolutely. You know, which is going to be really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's why it is so important, even though we are, you know, physically distancing and whatnot, we, we still need to keep these communication lines open. You and I sitting here having a discussion, this stuff's important. Absolutely. And, you know, I always say your network is your net worth. And this is, you know, you get on those Zoom calls, you connect with other entrepreneurs. You, you know, this morning I was doing a Chamber of Commerce event where people could hop on and ask questions of a panel, like, and, you know, about people are scared, right? Like entrepreneurs are scared right now. So making sure that you're keeping the lines of communication with 
open with other entrepreneurs, you're feeling supported, you're reaching out. I think that's really key in these times. And those relationships are going to continue and more collaborations are going to come out of them once we are through this gong show. Yeah. And the different ways of doing things. It was interesting um, talking to a boutique gym that's near where I live and they were really resilient to um, some online stuff. So talked to them many times about different social media strategies and stuff like that. They're really resistant to the online world until this happened. Yes. All of a sudden they're like, oh, how can we maybe run classes online and what does that look like? And then they started thinking, I think it was like two weeks ago, we were just, you know, chatting over text with the owners. This is like how things going. They're like, you know what? This might be something that we could continue longer term. Absolutely. Because there are people who, you know, won't sort of come to us outside right. of a geographical area. Right. But now right. those people can access if they do things differently. So it's interesting, again, that creativity, that out of the box thinking that these businesses are thinking, you know what, this is not necessarily a short term thing. We can do this long term now that we've understood it and embraced it and seeing how it can be beneficial to the business. Absolutely. And there you go. They can then have clients. They're not limited to local clients. They could have clients in Toronto. They could have clients in New York paying to do their, do their gym class via Zoom or whatever. And I do think, you know, to, to your point, this, like people are having to think outside the box and they're having to learn. And guess what? There's no choice. Do you want to survive? Then you're going to have to learn how to do a Zoom gym class, an online whatever. Like these are the things that people are having to do. Like this is the state of affairs. And there's there's some good that's coming out of it. I think a lot of businesses who have put off a lot of things like, you know, maybe putting the price of things on their website or updating this or, you know, dusting off their business plan or looking at their, you know, their um, business culture, what changes they want to make. This has kind of provided us a little bit of a pause in time to do some of the things that are always yeah. at making their way to the bottom of the list. So well, even you know even what? online ordering, like there's a few um, small businesses that I've seen that have gone, you know what, they've spent sort of a couple of weeks updating their website, putting in products, making it easier. All of a sudden they're coming out going, we're now open, yep. you know, curbside pickup, go order online and exactly. we'll deliver it. I got some groceries delivered this morning and I just emailed them last night. I'm like, I love you. Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. So I do see, I do see, you know, a lot of people coming out of this with a lot of learnings. Um, and you know what? We're also, I mean, Stacey, you and I know this, like this whole working from home thing we've had to manage, but now we've got, you know, we both have between us, we have what, like eight teenagers. Like we, we now have, you know, to work not just ourselves, we have to manage other people in our homes all the time yep. and not leaving. So now we've got different workspaces that we're having to configure. And, you know, I'll be like, guys, I can have nobody live stream video gaming because I've got a Zoom call I'm doing or I've got a Facebook Live. So I'm, I'm very laggy right now. So everybody get off your stinking gadgets. <laughs> so like, there's Well, a it's lot interesting of- because yeah. they also see, again, working from home, they left and went to school. Yeah. They come home and I'm home. What did you do all day? Right. Yeah. Why are why are the breakfast dishes still there? Well, now you know why. Because <laughs> they see that, oh, I have a meeting here and I have a yeah. call here. And but they're also so it's interesting to see the teenager world of having to create their own schedules. Because again, going back to, you know, I'd rather have teenagers than toddlers. Yeah. You know, um, I was just talking to my teenager yesterday and I was like, so you know, how is this whole thing online school going for you? And he goes, Well, it's okay. I'm starting to understand how to create a schedule because he's never had to do that. It was always forced upon him. 
you go to school at a certain time, you do this class to this time to this time to this time. So that's been really fun. And he doesn't necessarily love it, but he's learning how to do it. Yep. Yep. Which is really cool. And is, there are, again, with these kids, there's going to be some life skills coming out of this. I need yeah, no, mine are just really more cool. cooking, more baking, more laundry, more. I mean, everybody's got to pull their weight, right? Like Exactly. And, uh, yeah. And the, and, the, and the life skills for sure. And I love that about scheduling because I'm a big believer in, in um, you know, when you're working from home to be your most productive, it's, it's great to have some structure and, and schedule. And I do think with the teenagers, having them create their own schedule means that they have a little more skin in the game and they're more likely to stick to it. Right. Exactly. You know? so it's, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's important because, you know, like we don't want them on video games all day. <laughs> yeah. I have a nocturnal child. Yeah. So I, he's I completely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never see him. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So one last question. I talked about this on one of my other podcasts and I thought you'd be um, great to offer some um, insight. So one of the things I talked about in one of my other shows and people know that I'm an autism mom, as are you. And one of the things I talked about was some of the things that literally my child was taught back in the days of social skills and basic um, lays of the land in regards to communication, back and forth, um, you know, responding on topic and all of those things. What do you think would be the biggest learning that they would have received from all of those days that's applicable to people on social media, because I feel like those basic, sometimes those basic communication skills that they learned yeah. um, should be taught <laughs> right. to a lot of people who are communicating on social media these days. Right. Look, the, the problem with social media, particularly at this time, is that we're seeing a lot of people just not at their best, right? Like they're just not their best selves. People are stressed. They're at home. A lot of marriages are struggling. People are, their kids are driving them crazy. Moms are like trying to be accountable to their bosses and, and, and they've got teachers emailing them and they've got, so we're, we're not all, all perfect. Um, I'd say the the couple of things that I would say, um, is to anyone just out there and you're on social media, if you wouldn't say it to the person's face, don't type it. Don't become that, you know, keyboard warrior who has to jump and, and you don't have to participate in every fight you get invited to. You can walk away from the screen, you know, you don't have to engage. But I think one of the lessons that, um, I, I, that the boys got that Mac, I remember really teaching Mac about know your audience. Like you're telling me about Pokemon again, my face looks bored. Read that, read that. And then say, Hey, how are you doing? What did you watch on TV last night or whatever? Make it about me. Stop perseverating on your, whatever topic it was, the, um, the solar system or whatever it was at the moment. And <laughs> I think mine was Minecraft. That was a big oh, one. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's everything. Yeah. And, uh, and I think sometimes again, with, uh, with the social media, know your audience, um, you know, and, and take a response and, uh, and, and really think about how, what you want to do with it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And last question that I just always want to leave with, what does link for success mean to you? think I, I guess when I think of the word link I feel like connection I feel like um, assistance I feel like collaboration so I feel like link for success is like how I can work better like not on my own but as as like as almost like this thing like we're in this together and that to get to success I mean it's crazy because it's come out as this COVID term this like we're all in this together but I feel like that that's the link part. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll get success if we can work together. 
Absolutely. And that's exactly what we talked about earlier, which is the amount of collaborations I think that are going to come out of and new collaborations in different ways and creative ways um, that are going to come out of this. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thanks for tuning in. I'd love to have you join the conversation over on social media. You can follow me at Socially Stacy. And remember when your comments to use hashtag link for success. And remember, don't just link for the sake of linking, link for success.